Dr. Geneva Speaks. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks, where you'll hear amazing leaders from across the nation and around the world. Your host, Dr. Geneva Williams, a cutting-edge, transformational leadership coach, hopes and believes this show will enlighten, entertain, and inspire you to make a difference in the world. So listen up as Dr. Geneva Speaks. Well, hi, and how's everyone doing today? And welcome to another fantastic, inspiring, informative conversation uh, where we feature uh, leaders who are uh, CEOs of corporations or presidents of nonprofits and really chief of everything entrepreneurs who are leading their market, their organization, and they're certainly making an impact in our community. And we love talking with these leaders from all over the country as they inspire us to be better. And so I'm hoping, again, with our conversation this evening that uh, it will ignite your soul and have you look at life and leadership through an entirely different prism. And hopefully we'll be discovering and learning about the obstacles leaders face, the failures they bounce back from, and their personal stories. Of course, we'll hear about the successes, and we'll learn what makes leaders tick and sometimes what ticks them off. And this evening, I'm just so delighted. If, if I could use one word to describe our guest tonight, it would be the encourager. Our guest, Portia Lockett, is on a mission to help as many people as she can to reach their true calling by motivating them to their own greatness. She's a motivational speaker, a songwriter, an ordained minister, a customer service trainer, and she enjoys inspiring, motivating, and teaches up, teaching others whether on a professional, personal, or spiritual level. And tonight we're just delighted to uh, talk with her about leadership and how to use all your God-given gifts in leadership. And we want to talk to Portia Lockett because she has the unique ability to combine all professional careers, experience and education and training and advertising. And she speaks daily to people as people in community, but also in corporations because many corporations have sought her out and brought her in to help motivate and provide leadership training to employees. Portia believes that we're all placed here on this earth for a specific reason, and until we discover our true purpose, we will not be able to live up to our full potential of happiness. So let's welcome Portia Lockett, who, by the way, is in the process of writing her first book. Hi, Portia. How are you? Hello, Geneva. I am wonderful. How are you? I am doing I am doing great, great, great. And uh, Well, you sound fantastic. Yes, thank you, and just so delighted to have you with us on on today's show and looking forward to learning about how we can, all of us, use our gifts, which are God-given gifts, gifts that we all have internally, but how we can use them in leadership. 
Um, but first, we want to learn a little bit more about Portia Lockett. So, Portia, tell us about your your childhood, your upbringing, and uh, what what are some of the things that uh, led you to where you are now? Wow, let's go way back. Well, I was <laughs> raised um, in the city of the Motor City, Detroit. And I've lived here predominantly all of my life. I went to school here, and I'm a product of Detroit Public School System, graduated from Northern High School, and went off to Eastern Michigan University, and I studied there uh, education, and then moved on to Wayne State University where I did some graduate courses and uh, continued in education and also um, um, in business. And then from there, I went into uh, Detroit Public Schools and worked there for a little while and also worked with the um, Orchard Children's Services where I had the opportunity to work with children that were uh, neglected, abused and neglected children. And then back into the Detroit Public School System for a number of years. And then, um, of course, you know, as you get older and you discover that you have additional talent, so I said I'm going to spread my wings and try to move into a different um, arena, which led me into the arena of uh, marketing and advertising. So I was blessed to be able to work with a number of radio stations um, in the Detroit area for approximately 10 years and um, always knowing that I was supposed to be in the teaching uh, business since I was a little girl, um, I went back to get some additional um, uh, certification to do training. And so I know that's one of my major callings, you know, on my life. And so had an opportunity to have my own company, Success Patterns, for a number of years, and then I branched off to uh, have a partnership with Anspire Training and Development, um, and now Porsche Lockett LLC, but uh, on a collaborative basis with all three companies. I've had an opportunity to uh, to train with a number of companies, such as UAW, uh, Chrysler, uh, GM, Flagstar, Bank, St. John's Hospital, Detroit Medical Center, uh, 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 Wayne County Community um, Services, um, also Detroit uh, Area of Aging, so a number of uh, uh, companies around the Detroit metropolitan area, which also provided me the opportunity to travel abroad. Um, and I just love that. also had an opportunity to um, become a missionary, and I traveled to uh, several countries, uh, such as Japan and Mexico and Barbados, uh, parts of Canada and throughout the United States of America, and just in um, just taking all of those gifts that God has blessed me to have to be able to teach and to encourage, to motivate others and to help them um, on their professional or their spiritual journey. I am um, currently the uh, interim director of volunteer services, guest uh, relations, as well as volunteer services for the Detroit Medical Center, Center's uh, Central Campus. And um, I am the mother of three amazing young kings, and uh, as you read in my bio, I am on a mission to help and inspire as many people um, that cross my path. And so that's my prayer every single day, that I will touch someone's life spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, or financially if necessary. So that's pretty much who I am. Amazing. Portia, you mentioned that as a young girl, you knew that you were going to be or should be a teacher. Tell us about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I was seven years old, and I was sitting in a classroom, 
And um, I finished one of my assignments, and I heard a voice saying, teach. And so I thought mm-hmm. it was my teacher saying something to me because I was a future teacher at that particular time in her class. And, you know, I was the one that would help check the papers and erase the boards mm-hmm. and wash the boards mm-hmm. and different things and empty the garbage. So anyway, I heard the voice again, and I went up to her, and I said, you know, her name was Miss Eddings at the time. I said, Miss Eddings, I said, did you say something to me? And so she said, no, I didn't. And I said, okay. So I went and sat back down, and I heard that voice again that said, teach. So I went back up to mm-hmm. her. She said, sweetheart, what is going on? And I said, I keep hearing this voice. So she said, baby, that's the Holy Spirit telling you you're supposed to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know mm-hmm. that I wanted to be a teacher all along, but it was just a confirmation of the Holy Spirit telling me at a young age um, that I wanted to do that. And so all throughout uh, school and elementary school, you know, I was their future teacher. I was the one who assisted you know, other students, you know, I would go back throughout the summer school um, time and, and help out with anyone that was having challenges with learning and just helping out any way that I could, which was really, really funny because when I got one of my first contracts to work with Chrysler, I remember going down there and talking with someone at the National Training Center, and the lady that I met with, she told me, she said, you know, we don't have anything for you at this particular time, um, but just stay in touch. And so I, you know, kind of left out, and I was a little disappointed. And, you know, I was sitting at the elevator, and this young man called out my name, and he said, Portia. And I said, yes. And he goes, hey, how you doing? I said, I'm fine. And, you know, sometimes you play it off when you don't really remember who the person is, but you don't want to let them know. So it was one of those mm-hmm. moments. And so he came over to me and said, you remember me? And I said, I said, sort of. And he said, let me just ask you a question. He said, um, he said we went to school together. I said, okay. He said, well, you know what? Forget about all that. He said, what are you trying to do? And I told him, I said, I'm just trying to get in contact with the right person at the right time to possibly be able to do some training and development uh, for UAW uh, Chrysler. It was Diamond Chrysler at that particular time. And um, he said, okay. He said, well, who are you talking to? And I shared with him. And so he said, let me ask you a question. He said, are you still the same person that you were when we were in middle school? So I said, I started thinking, who is this guy? And I said, yeah, I think I am. And so he said, okay. He said, you know what? He said, if you're the still same person, I'm going to help you. He said, you remember, he said, you were my future teacher. And he said, and I was in special ed. He said, you never laughed at me. You always encouraged me. He said, so now I'm in a position to help you. He said, call me tomorrow. I'm going to put you in contact mm-hmm. with my godfather. And we met, talked, and that was the beginning of my experience of doing training with Chrysler. So it all goes back to something that I did mm-hmm. as a childhood that led me into my first opportunity to do something major, you know, in my adulthood, mm-hmm. in my business life. Mm-hmm. Mhm, mhm, yeah. mhm. That teaching, so from teaching here, still training. Yes, still doing it. So from so from That's so you thing. see, so so you see teaching as uh, training, uh, inspiring people, encouraging. So so what as you as you define teaching, how does that relate to leadership? You know, when you're when you're in leadership, you always have to find teachable moments because those individuals that you will be leading are coming from all different backgrounds, um, experiences in their lives, and so you try to meet those individuals right where they are whenever you have an opportunity to have those one-on-one conversations. And sometimes it's a, uh, mm-hmm. a you know a, a meeting where you have to mentor mm-hmm. and share and use um, mm-hmm. experiences. Sometimes. Um, examples of when you didn't do something so great 
and you have to use it as a teachable experience and not saying or pointing out this is what you did, terrible, but what can we learn from this experience and what will we do differently next time we have this opportunity or this situation presents itself. So every day should be a teachable moment. I truly believe that we all should try to learn something new every single day regardless of what it is. It could be a new word. It could be learning from a new experience. It could be learning from um, another person, how they're leading. Because I always look at other leaders and I say, here are the great leaders. What can I learn from them? Mm-hmm. And I take mm-hmm. that as a teachable moment to myself. And so then I'm able mm-hmm. to share it with others as well. Mm-hmm. Well, who has inspired you? you? You say you look at other folks who are leaders and you learn from them. Who are some of the people who've inspired you that you've learned from the most? Well, you know what? Um, I would have to go back again to my childhood because uh, Mm -hmm. my second grade teacher, Miss Eddings, was a, uh, she was a motivator to me. She was an inspiration. My mother was, in my grade, uh, McIntosh, she was an incredible person who was also a teacher. She taught music in the uh, Detroit public school system. And, and one of the things that I loved and I learned from my mother is she took the time to raise children in the home, but she was also uh, what we refer to um, as a uh, kind of like a assistant at the school. So she was there when we were learning, but she was just volunteering, but she was making sure that we were handling our business and also being a mother to other students that maybe didn't have, you know, the, 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 the lifestyle um, that we had when we were growing up. Um, And then when I moved on to college, um, there were several people um, that really stood out to me. Um, I remember a young lady, um, I can't remember her name right now, I I, I forget. But anyway, Mm -hmm. she was the person who worked in the financial aid office who just really encouraged me all the time. And then as I got into adulthood, you know, I look at people like, you know, uh, Maya Angelou, you know, who really inspired me just as, you know, through her poetry and everything that she said, whenever she opened up her mouth, it was a lesson that was learned. My dear friend Pam um, Perry, who has just been an inspiration and encourager in my life. And so when I look at people who who make a decision to make things happen, I have an older sister, um, Gayo uh, Rose Benjamin, who stepped out on faith years ago and moved out to New York, didn't know a soul, but moved out there to pursue her um, acting and um, spoken word mm. uh, uh, career. And uh, mm-hmm. so I've had other people, you know, in my life that have made uh, made a difference too. When I think about the medical industry, um, I look at a sister by the name of uh, Linda Alexander, um, you know, who started off, I do believe, as, as a nurse, and now she's, uh, I do believe, a chief operating officer of a business. And so how people have started off at one level and moved to another level for me, that's an inspiration when I can see a sister or a brother do something um, of that magnitude, just start off on a lower level and then end up being a CFO or CEO of not only their company but major corporations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you, as you look at these, um, uh, as you look and learn um, from, from different uh, people and you check out their leadership styles, have you... Have you picked out or do you see like one or two, three things that are common among uh, great leaders as you see it from your perspective? What are some of the characteristics that good leaders possess? Um, wisdom. Mm-hmm. knowing when to do what and knowing that you don't know 
the answers to everything. And so you reach out to your your community, your base, uh, sometimes your staff members to be able to get um, assistance or other leaders, you know, within your industry to be able to help you. But knowing that, you know, wisdom is very important. you got to be smart and surround yourself with smarter people so you're always having that potential to grow. I think another um, key um, piece would be um, having faith in yourself and knowing Mm -hmm. um, that you are an successful individual and have the ability to become more successful. Having faith not only in yourself but having faith in your team that you're working with, having faith in God that he is continuously uh, growing you and moving you to the next level that he has purposed you to be in. Um, I think maybe one other um, uh, gift probably would be um, the ability to be able to help and to serve and helping others Mm -hmm. reach their full potential. You know, not saying it's all about me, but helping others. When when someone reaches out to you or calls you up and picks up the phone and says, you know, I need some assistance, I need some help, and just saying, what can I do to help you? What can we, we do or what can I do to be able to serve you and help others? reach their full potential because I, I truly feel that, you know, when leaders reach uh, out to each other, we can become a better group of leaders collectively when we uh, collaborate together to uh, reach a, a common goal. Mm-hmm. So I liked, I liked all of those characteristics that you're pointing out and you're sharing with us, um, that uh, knowing when to do what, <laughs> that, that's a good one. So, so making uh being real clear about um the actions that you do and the timing that seemed like uh having the wisdom and timing to know when the time is right to to do something and and the confidence also that you talked about and and that characteristic about uh not it's not about me it's about the ability to help others uh so those are some mm-hmm. really good characteristics of uh leadership mm-hmm. if you're just if you're just tuning in to the Dr. Geneva speaks show we have as our terrific guest uh this evening Portia Lockett who in one word sum, uh, summarizing her, we can say the encourager, but as we've been talking, we have to say teacher as well. Um, and Portia strives for excellence, and she's been with us, and she has experience as a motivational speaker, songwriter, minister, leader, coach. So uh, we were just talking about some characteristics of leadership. And, you know, Portia, I wanted to ask you, you uh, you certainly you've been a you are a master trainer and facilitator, and I believe certified as a, a true colors um, uh, trainer. Would you tell us Instructor? about that? Yes, because mm-hmm. I I know you use that in your work, and if you can tell us what is true colors, and how how can it benefit leaders? Okay. Well, True Colors is a is pretty much a personality assessment, and every participant has an opportunity to take an assessment test, and that will determine what their color is. And so there's four colors that are um, essential um, in defining who we are. So one of the colors is, is blue, and this person um, typically is a, a individual who is very into people and making sure that everybody is in a good space and they're doing everything they can 
to help others be successful. And it's not ever about me. It's about making sure that everybody else is in a good space. Uh, they are good listeners. They're good helpers. They're very dependable. Um, they're very trustworthy individuals. Uh, then you're very, very organized. You know, you have those individuals uh, that you want to have on your team that are organizers who will say, you know, this is the day that we're going to have this particular event. This is the time. They put timetables together. They put uh, time uh put everything together in order, and they keep everyone in order on time and on task and on a mission. And we will remind you, we've got 30 days out for this event to take place. We've got 20 days out. It's 10, 9, 8. It's showtime. And making sure that everybody mm-hmm. is on board in terms of, you know, the organizational piece. Then you have the mm-hmm. individual who may be an orange person who is, you know, just like, hey, you know, I'm the one. I'm going to get it done. I may not do it the traditional way, but trust me, give me my assignment. I'm going to make it happen. Either you like me or you don't. It doesn't matter to me because I really like myself. But I'm a team player, and I'm going to get it done, and I'm going to show up when I'm, I'm supposed to show up, and I'm going to make it happen, and I'm going to shine. Then you have the green, which is a, um, a person who – takes a, a back seat and just kind of like analyzes the whole situation. They don't make any rash decisions. They take a look at the whole scope, and they're about, you know, don't get me involved in anything that's not organized. Don't get me involved in any type of a mess because I am a driven person, and I'm all about learning and helping others to comprehend, and I can do okay by myself, but at the same time, I am a uh, – I tell you who's a good example of it, engineers. They're really good at being green because they analyze every mm-hmm. situation and they're mm-hmm. to the point with what they're attempting to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, and what, what, what we find is, is when we identify those colors and identify different styles that we have and you know who you're dealing with and who you're working with on a day-to-day basis, you can come to respect everybody's quality. And when you have all those colors working together, you can say, okay, I know who's going to be good at this. I know who's going to be good at that based on their color and their skill set. So I know I can call Geneva mm-hmm. because I know Geneva is my organizer. I want her to be on my team. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call um, I'm going to call Richard because I know Richard is going to analyze it and he's not going to, you know, guide us down a path that's not going to take us to greatness. And then I'm going to have mm-hmm. my my uh, my my Portia who is a people person who's going to keep everybody kind of like uplifted and encouraged even if we fall down and we, we fail the first time. She's going to motivate us to get back up and try it again. And then you're going to have that other person that the party is starting right now, you know, can't nothing can happen until I get there. Let's just keep it moving. I'm going to rock this thing out. You know, so you have all these different personalities. And I, when I'm doing this um, uh Series like in a church setting, I will tell you, you know, that it, there's only one person that had all four colors, and that was Jesus. So we are always mm-hmm. aspiring to be, mm-hmm. you know, like Him. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you strive to have a balance and find balance. And if you know that you need uh, uh, balance, then you find somebody that has that quality and you learn from them. So if you're off on your organizational organizational skills, find someone that has great organizational skills. Maybe they can teach you. Maybe you can just watch them. Maybe they can help you to get motivated. So you pull all these resources together within your team, and you just you just go at it and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so th- these are um, so you. This is a personality assessment, and I think mm-hmm. what I'm hearing you say that. Um, I guess it's almost two parts. You, you talked a lot about if you know um, others, 
you know, you have a handle mm-hmm. on their personalities, their, their skills, mm-hmm. their at what they perceive as important, et cetera, right. uh, then you can uh, deploy them, assign them, work with them um, better. Uh, I guess exactly. I also heard, I guess I also heard in that, that as you as a leader, if you know yourself that you mm-hmm. might be a better leader, you might be a better leader. Correct. Is that part of it as well? Absolutely, because as a leader, you've got to be able to discern, you know, what their, those talents and skills are. And sometimes as a leader, before I even give anyone an assessment, I can kind of, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good a reader of people, and so I can look mm-hmm. at them after having several conversations with them to determine what color they are. Something else that I do, um, mm-hmm. Geneva, is when I'm um, doing my spiritual advising prior to me uh, officiating a wedding with a couple that I'm doing some spiritual advising for, a marriage um, um, counseling with, is I'll give couples mm-hmm. this assessment, you know, as well. Because mm-hmm. when you go into a relationship okay. and um, you're not really sure about somebody and you identify these colors and you say, oh, my God, that's why they act this way. That's why they talk this way. It's, I'm not going to take it personal. That's just who I am, my makeup. Mm-hmm. 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 And they also have you know, for students as well. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Um, I, I heard I definitely have to ask you because I heard you say as you were getting into that uh, story, you said, well, yes, you know, and, uh, since I'm a, I'm a good leader, and then you went on with your, but I was so intrigued by you saying, I'm a good leader. Why did you say mm-hmm. that? Well, you know why? Why, you, why, why, they why tell me that? Leader? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Because the people that I lead often tell me that. But they, they don't necessarily say, Portia, you're a good leader. They'll say things okay. like, I've never had anyone that, uh, that managed me or directed me like you before. You're different. You're very, mm-hmm. very unique. And, and I'm glad you're, mm-hmm. you're the type of person, you, you're a good listener, you're an inspiration. You listen mm-hmm. to me. Because every day, when I'm, yeah, every day when I talk with my team, I'll ask them individually and collectively, do you have everything that you need today to be as successful as you can possibly be? And if not, what can I do for you to make sure that that happens mm-hmm. today? Mm-hmm. And if there's something that's going on in your life that I need to be aware of and you want to share with me, then I'll help you. Some people will say, you know what, I'm just in this position because, you know, I'm just trying to wait for something else to happen. You know, I'm in school. And I will tell them all the time, well, what can I do to help you stay motivated? Do I need to adjust your schedule? Uh, because I want you to reach your full potential. And if it's not where you're supposed to be, then I can help you get to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And we have those deep conversations on a regular basis because I tell mm-hmm. them every day, I want a team that's operating in excellence. When I send out emails, I say, good morning, team excellence. So I'm mm-hmm. telling them, you're excellent, and I expect excellence, and I'm always striving for excellence every single day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What happens when you have someone on your team who just isn't performing? What do you do? Then we, uh, we have those coachable moments. We sit down and we have some conversations about what's taking place and how we can overcome them if they are able to do that. And then I will coach them to uh, be better performers or I will coach them out the door. Okay. So 
So how do you coach the mouth? Let's talk about that. What does that mean? Okay, because, yeah, because a lot of times, like I said before, they're there just because of a paycheck. And then I have them to, to tell me, what is it that you really want to do? If you could do anything in the whole wide world, what would it be? And they may say, let's just say they want to um, be a nurse. And I will say, you know what? Well, what are you doing to become a nurse? Are you in nursing school? Are there some things that you need to do? Do you need to make adjustments in your budget? Have you applied for financial aid? What are you doing to take those steps to get you where you need to be? Well, I haven't thought about that. I'm not really sure, but I know mm-hmm. that's what I want to be. Well, let me help you. This is what you need to do. And I'll put them on a timeline. So when we come back again, okay, what, are you, what steps did you take in order to get to that goal or what you're trying to do? And let me partner mm-hmm. you up with someone that is doing what you're trying to do so they can help you, they can coach you, they can motivate you as well. And most of the time when I do that, they'll say thank you so much because I've never had anybody to talk to me that way. And right now I'm going to give you my best until I'm able to move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have that, um, hey, you're doing well conversation as well as mm-hmm. the if it's needed, it's time to move on conversation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with folks. And who, sometimes yeah, they don't know what they to. want to do, but they, mm-hmm. yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. they don't really mm-hmm. know what they want to do, but they're just miserable doing what they want to, what they're doing. And I always tell people, you know, the first time I had to let somebody go, I felt so bad. You know, I cried. And he came back to my office and he said, you're the best boss I ever had. He said, you didn't fire me. He said, I fired myself Mm -hmm. because I wasn't handling my business. And I said, thank you so much because I lost sleep. I felt so bad. I said, he's a father. He's got children. But I can't afford to allow him to continue operating like he's operating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so from that moment on, I said, you know what? I'll never fire another person because I don't fire people. They fire themselves. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, again, if you're just tuning in, we're having an awesome conversation with Portia Lockett, uh, motivational speaker, uh, chaplain, customer service trainer, leadership coach, uh, two colors certified expert. And we were just talking about uh, the things you have to do sometimes as leaders, <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, it's, you have to encourage, you have to help build confidence, you have to help people. It's not about yourself, it's about others. And sometimes you do have to um, encourage and, and motivate people into different directions. Um, you know, Portia, uh, you talk a lot about your God-given gifts. Uh, in leadership. Mm -hmm. So tell Mm -hmm. us about that, and then how do you use your gifts in leadership? Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I always tell I love assessments because assessments really help you define who you really are because a lot of times we look at ourselves in the mirror every single day and we see what we really want to see. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it takes somebody else to kind of help us to see it from a different angle and so by taking a, uh, an assessment, it will help us to see who we really are. So um, there's a couple of assessments that I encourage people to take. One is um, the gift test, and you can go online and take this. It's called gifttest.com, and it helps you to define, um, you know, what your, your gifts and your talents are in terms of your, your spiritual gifts. And they range every, um, from administrative gifts, uh, craftsmanship gifts, um, 
the gift of evangelism, faith, healing, apostleship, discernment, uh, exhortation, giving, um, the help gift, uh, uh, let's see, hospitality, knowledge, um, being a shepherd, service, teaching, um, interpretations, uh, words of wisdom, intercession, um, and leadership, and, and miracles. And so when you talk about that, um, and you take that assessment, it'll kind of guide you in terms of where your strengths are. And once you mm-hmm. determine what your strengths are, then you can know how you want to, you know, you want to move forward. Because there's nothing worse than having someone in a position and they're not operating in their And so you're setting yourself up for failure in that position or when you're trying to operate in that gift. And um, people don't receive you well because they, they can see it. They can tell it because you're not coming across genuine. It's like you're trying to force something to happen that's not natural. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, so and there's you... another one called... Okay, go ahead. Yes, please. No, I was just going to say, and there's another one called the Spiritual Gift Survey, which is very similar um, to it, so you can do either one. I always tell people, you know, you can go online and then look up some different things. I love Googling because anything that you need to know nowadays, you can pretty much find it uh, by Googling it. Um, but I, I just think that, um, you know, those are just two um, different um, assessments that I encourage people to take when they're trying to find out what their true callings are, you know, in terms of their gifts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just went on, because I think that's a great tip, uh, gift, com. So I just uh, mm-hmm. Googled that, went on the site, and then I noticed that there's a whole list. I mean, it's pages and pages of different assessments that you can take um, to find Mm -hmm. out what your gifts are, some spiritual-based tests, some uh, just regular personality gift tests. Mm-hmm. Um, some creative gift testing. So, so wherever your, mm-hmm. you know, whatever your perspective is, or whatever, you, wherever place you come from, it seems that there mm-hmm. are some great tools that you can uh, mm-hmm. use to find out right. what your gift is. And that's so important, Portia. I thought that it was an mm-hmm. important and interesting um, um, comment and perspective that you're mm-hmm. giving us because. So many leaders uh, do, you know, share that, you know, know what your talent is, know what your lane is, know where, you know, your gift is, why you're here, what's your purpose, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, having some assessment that kind of helps you figure that out seems like a, a good right. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So so what do you do once, let's say, you 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 Google things, you've found the test, you know, you've done several things, you now know, you can list your gifts, mm-hmm. you can you know what your gift is, you know what your talents are. Then what? What's next? And then you, you try to define something where you can apply those gifts to or utilize those gifts. Okay. And try them out okay. first before you just go just okay, I gotta do this, I'm gonna run out there and just make this happen. You know, just just mm-hmm. check it out for example. Um if you are, um, let me see, if you have the gift of helps, okay, a mm-hmm. lot of times people, you will find people will go to um, places uh, and volunteer and just help out. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people who come and volunteer at the hospital and they maybe go around and pass out newspapers or volunteer um, taking patients, you know, to and from appointments 
Um, in another setting, you may find people who want to volunteer, you know, in a shelter. Um, you know, typically people mm-hmm. want to do great things and helpful things around the holiday. But, you know, that's just a feel good for that person. I'm going to do this because I mm-hmm. need to do something good right about this time. But people need help 24-7, 365 days mm-hmm. of the year. Somebody out there that needs something. So you can find out. Uh, by helping, deciding on what you want to do. You can help the person, you know, the, 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 your next-door neighbor. You know that person has 12 kids and they're having some challenges uh, with their homework. And if you're, you know, good at tutoring or teaching, help that mother out. You know, give that mother a break every now and then. If you have patience for children, um, you may have a, a, a elderly couple that lives down the street from you. You don't have to go far but you know that they're struggling, you know, take them a meal. That's a, that's a, a gift of being able to, to help someone or knowing someone that's struggling financially and you're in a financial situation where you're able to help them, you know, that's the, the, the spirit of helps as well, spirit of giving, you know, to those who are, are less fortunate. Um, and then you have um, those individuals who, um, uh, the spirit of hospitality, you know, who you may want to be in a position where you're always, you know, welcoming people. You know, you may just want to try it out and go be a greeter somewhere. It could be at a business, you know, just stand in front of someone's business and just saying, you know, welcome to, uh, let's say, welcome to Quicken Loans. How can I direct you to where you're going to? Or how can I, you're in a church setting. Good morning. We're so glad that you joined our church services today. How can I help you today? And, oh, yes, let me just take you over here and give you some information. You know, but whatever it is, just try to test it out first just to make sure that you feel comfortable with that. And then you just never know what you're your your job is going to lead you to. You know, I'll give you a good example, you know, of myself. Um, uh, being that I had the customer service training and I knew that was one of my gifts of teaching. And then um, um, as, I, as, I, as I grew um, spiritually, then I became a chaplain. And so I knew then that was one of my gifts. And so um, after volunteering a number of years, well, a number of months, I should say, I'm sorry, uh, in a hospital setting, and then I ended up with the position of being a spiritual care advisor and utilizing both mm-hmm. of my gifts every single day. And I'm like, who would have thought that I'm doing mm-hmm. two things that I love the most and getting paid right. to do it? And getting paid, But yeah. I had to try it out first. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's, 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 me, yeah. you know, years that's later. Right. You know? That's right. Yeah, that's an, another good strategy. Check it out, volunteer, try mm-hmm. it out, you know, mm-hmm. in the beginning. And, yes. Mm-hmm. So, so Portia, so, you, so you're in a big, big uh, hospital, healthcare environment mm-hmm. yeah. now. And I know you see mm-hmm. a lot. You've got a staff. You, you, you know, you, you're in the middle of things. You're in the mix of Stuff and lots going on, right. lots of dynamics. What are you seeing that, um, what are the biggest challenges facing leaders today? Hmm. Being able to meet your employees right where they are, staying politically okay. correct. Um, but at the same time, managing the team and understanding what your role is. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people this, you know, I, I tell my team all the time, we are the team. I am because you are, you are because I am, or we are because we are. 
because of the patience that we have. If it wasn't for the patience, we would not be here. So let's not get it twisted that it's all about us. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest challenges, you know, getting people to understand why we are here in the first place and that particular mm-hmm. thing, of course. Mm-hmm. And how do you help them understand that? Do you talk a lot about um, vision and um, communicate that purpose? Right. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it. What is our mission? Why are we here? What's the mm-hmm. vision? Where are we mm-hmm. trying to go? How are we going to get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had a conversation with uh, leaders who talk a lot about that. Uh, I like to call it the uh, raison d'etre, the why. You know, what's the why mm-hmm. of the thing? You know, why am I here? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? Why does this organization mm-hmm. exist? Uh, why, right. why, why? And try to mm-hmm. keep that in my my spirit, my soul, and and kind of focused on that gets tough sometimes when you mm-hmm. get into that day to day. Do you find that sometimes? Uh, what keeps you going? Because I know day to day in a in a hospital setting, um, in a healthcare setting, it's probably a challenge here or there. How do you keep How do you keep positive and focused and you know laser laser pointed on the the why? and the uh, reason for being there. You know what? Every day when I walk in the door, I see someone that's worse off than me. I see uh, patients that are have legs that have been amputated. I see I walk through the emergency department, and I look at all the different challenges of people, and I, I just stop every day, and I just thank God, first of all, that I have eyes that I can see clearly with. There's nothing wrong with my hearing, my heart, my muscles, my ligaments, and my body are all functioning, you know, in perfection. You know, my children are in good health, and so when I go over to Children's Hospital and I see the children and the babies that are over there, you know, fighting for their life, I mean, just throughout the hospital period, it just constantly reminds me how blessed I am. So, yeah, I, I don't have an issue with staying on point and staying on focusing and knowing why I'm there. I'm there to motivate. I'm there to encourage. I'm there to help and give the, all of our customers that come through our door the best possible patient experience possible, no matter what I have to do, going beyond, going the extra mile to make sure that every person that comes through those doors has the best possible experience possible. And if I find out that they are not, then I try to do whatever I can to do some service recovery so they will want to come back again. One of the things that I do every day when I do my rounds, um, you know, we have an area where people come and um, uh, they're waiting for surgery, and I'll go around and I'll tell them, you know, my name is Portia Lockett. You know, I'm the interim director of customer service, guest relations, and spiritual care and volunteer services at the hospital. I just want to come by and personally say thank you so much for choosing our organization as your place uh, to heal. And if there's anything whatsoever that we can do to enhance your patient experience while you're here, don't hesitate to let us know. And by the way, for whatever reason, you're not getting the service that you desire, bring it to our attention so we have an opportunity to rectify it. So when you walk out the doors, you will say to yourself, place that I was to consider coming back to or making a referral to for somebody else that may need um, a healing experience. And so when mm-hmm. I say that, they go, wow, I've never heard mm-hmm. that before. Because I want them to remember the experience. I want them to remember me and have a relationship with me. Because later on, they may see me again, you know, walking down the hallway. 
and they can say, that's that lady mm-hmm. that approached us, and I, can, I need some help. What can you do to help me? I'll be glad to come on in my office or, you know, let, let's see what we can do. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, and, and clearly uh, just leadership in action, Portia. Leadership mm-hmm. in action. Absolutely. If, mm-hmm. yes, and if you're, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Portia Lockett. You're, you've tuned in to the Dr. Geneva Speaks show, and we're mm-hmm. just uh, hearing some great evidence about why Portia Lockett is a good leader. So I'd change that. I'd probably mm-hmm. say is a great, great leader. Um, and, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so we've heard so many great, great tips and advice. And, you know, when I go mm-hmm. to your uh, website, and I want you to tell our uh, listeners about your website and your service, and, you know, you just see so many things mm-hmm. listed here that you're into. So tell us about... Mm-hmm your services and the things you're doing, and, and I understand you're working on your, your first book, so we want to hear all about that. I'm working on my first book, yes. I, I hope to have it uh, completed in the next 90 days. That That is my goal. That is my mission, to make that happen. And um, because I do a lot of inspirational um, tidbits and encouraging and giving out quotes, I'm going to take a lot of the quotes uh, that God has given to me and um, incorporate them into a book. But just not a book of inspirations. I'm going to give you some successful tools that you will be able to use in order to stay inspired and stay motivated on a day-to-day. So it's going to be a little workbook that is uh, several artists around the country, um, and you're going to see some of their, um, their art uh, displayed in the book because I love art, and when I look at art, it just inspires me. So sometimes just seeing a picture of something will motivate me to do something else totally. So I'm excited about that book. Um, like I said, it's going to be coming out in the next 90 days. Um, if you go to my website, which is PortiaLockett.com, that's P-O-R-T-I-A-L-O-C-K-E-T-T.com, you will see um, all the different gifts that God has blessed me to be able to utilize from um, to ministering to um, um, being a chaplain, I will always tell people I can marry you and bury you and everything in between. So you will see pictures of me uh, marrying um, individuals. Uh, you will see me uh, pictures of me um, um, on a missions trip. Um, you will also um, see a couple of blogs that I've written on different subject matters um, as well. And so you will see all the different companies um, that I've had an opportunity to uh, work with, you know, over the years. And so. Um, when you when you take a look at you know all of those things, it, it's 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 all about God and how He has entrusted me to uh, give me multiple gifts. And I truly believe that um, as as we are living in this society right now, that we have to be focused on having multiple streams of income. So you know that I have the mm-hmm. nine to five job, but also mm-hmm. the additional stream of income is uh, having the Porsche Locket LLC. And which allows mm-hmm. me to train for other companies to go into churches and mm-hmm. to minister to be able to do uh, the spiritual counseling, um, to be able to help um, others on their journey, to take those mission trips and to be able to help others, you know, um, in other countries um, as well. And so when God gives you mm-hmm. a gift, he will also make room for your gift so that you can get faded um, um, for that gift as well. I'm not saying don't do anything mm-hmm. voluntary. I believe in volunteer work, but you volunteer uh, peace doesn't always pay the bills, and everybody's got bills to pay. Mhm, mhm, mhm. So you have you have options going on so that you can um, 
Absolutely. Uh, to your passion and uh, be able to live your passion and do your passion. Now, Absolutely. now Portia, can you give us a preview, <laughs> just a sneak, sneak peek of one of those tools in your upcoming book? I heard you say, you know, it's going to be some artwork, it's going to be some, you're going to do some inspirational quotes, and you also have some tips mm-hmm. and tools and strategies that people mm-hmm. can, um, you know, cling to, but not only, and use and implement in their own life. Could you give us a sneak preview of just perhaps one of them? Well, sure. One of the things is will be, you know, how to stay motivated. And you, first of uh-huh. all, you have to identify what actually motivates you because everybody is motivated by different things. You know, mm-hmm. when I look at my children, they, they motivate me. You know, some people say, well, I'm motivated by money. Whatever it is that, that motivates you, you have to be able to define what motivates you. And, and, okay. and then setting those goals. How are you going to reach those goals? What are the steps that you need? Where are you now? Where do you plan to be in 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days? And working that process so that you can see that end result of something amazing and wonderful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, sounds exciting. You know, I just can't wait uh, for the 90 days to come and uh, take yeah. us, you know, to, to buy your book. Wonderful. Now, Thank our, you. Thank oh, you. Oh, yes, it's wonderful. Uh, our time is uh, slowly coming, well, not slowly, quickly coming to an end. And uh, <laughs> But I don't want to let you go without um, asking you, what's the, what's the next chapter? Uh, for Portia Lockett, you know, where, where do you where do you see yourself going, and what what do you want your legacy to be? You do so many incredible things. Uh, what do you want your legacy to be? You know what that that's that's a, a good question. Um, I think when I leave this place, we call Earth, and, I, and my sisters and I, I I tease them about this all the time. I said, you know, when I leave. I want my tombstone to say, Portia Lockett, you to the second power, BG. And you may say, well, what is that? Because most people, you have their, their their birth date, the date they transitioned, mother, daughter, sister, friend, wife, whatever, whatever. I want it to say, Portia Lockett, you to the second power, BG. And that's Portia Lockett, used up by God. And so that basically mm. means that I use every gift that God gave me for the betterment of his kingdom and of for his people. That's what I want to be mm-hmm. known as. I didn't leave anything mm-hmm. on the table, no untapped mm-hmm. gift mm-hmm. on the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did it all and, and gave it all and got used up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, so the next chapter I think is to you. Uh, yeah, and so so the next chapter would be after this book is completed. I've already got uh, writing chapters of my second book, which would be uh, entitled "You Don't Look Like a Chaplain." Because mm. if you know me, you saw me. It's not I'm not your typical chaplain that you would find into the hospital or community or with the fire department, police department, or the community. You know, and so a lot of times when I would go into a hospital setting and I would introduce myself as Chaplain Portia, they would say. You don't look like a chaplain. So these will be stories <laughs> that I'll be able to share with you uh, <laughs> over my oh, years of being nice. a chaplain. So uh-huh. I'm really excited about that as well. Yeah. So you're already working on the second one? 
I'm already oh, working fantastic. on the second book simultaneously. Yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Portia, it has been just an absolute delight to uh, talk with you, to listen to uh, all your uh, advice and your experience of starting as a as a as a young girl. Yes, and hearing someone say, we won't say someone, we all know who it was, but that voice saying, teach, teach, inspiring you to uh, continue to give your pearls of wisdom in in everything you do. Um, We're so delighted that you could be with us and want you to keep on keeping on. And thanks for sharing those tips. You know, with a lot of them, I particularly like... um, the whole assessment piece, not only um, you talking about uh, how you can find out and discover yourself, but you gave us some great tips, particularly gifttest.com. And Mm -hmm. so thank you for that and the tools, and we look forward to the book, and I just love that you just said right out, I'm a good leader. Thank you, Amen. And, and you, you remember that I changed it, right? To I'm a great leader. Right. I'm right. A great I, leader. I said, yeah. That's right. You put that great in there, and so we just thank you for being our our guest uh, today, Portia. And come back and see us. I want you to come back after your uh, first yes. book, and we will talk about it. And I know your goal is in about two three months, and we'll have you back and. We'll love to hear about it and and get all of our listeners to uh, buy into it. So thank you so much. Wonderful. Thank you today. Thank Thank you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much. See you all soon. Thanks for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks. Dr. Geneva Williams, an expert facilitator and leadership coach, lecturer, and keynote speaker. For more information on Dr. Geneva, Visit her online at www.drgenevaspeaks.com. That's drgenevaspeaks.com.